Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the Word of God. I'm looking forward to how the Lord is going to work in our hearts today, and I'm praying that God will speak to you in a very personal, very powerful, indirect, unmistakable kind of a way. I know He can, I know He will, and I definitely know God wants to. We're going to be in verse number 9 and verse number 10, but before we get there, let me remind you about this great free resource, Help for Today. Helpfortoday.org. The web address, helpthenumberfortoday.org. This is a free resource put together by the faculty of the Golden State Baptist College and the staff of the North Valley Baptist Church. These men and ladies take time to write articles and provide helps that will be a blessing to your Christian life. Not every article is a full-blown article with paragraphs and a long read. Many of them are short. Some are bulleted lists. All of them are just truth to be deposited in your walk with God. Now, if you go to the website, helpfortoday.org, a subscription box will pop up. All you do is type in your email address in the subscription box. That will get you subscribed for free to the mailing list. You'll get an article sent to you every day in your email inbox. I love getting those articles, and here's why. They come to me the t- at the time I'm doing my morning Bible study. I can do my Bible study, read my chapters in the Bible, and then when I'm done, I'll read the Help for Today article. It's like a devotional. Many people are looking for good devotional material. I have that asked of me often. Here it is. Just use Help for Today. It never runs out. It does not repeat. It's fresh. Content's there. Also, you can go back to the website and reread, and it's there forever. You can go back and find the articles, and you can go through them again. So subscribe. Now, you don't have to subscribe to get on the website. But if you want to get it in your email, go to helpfortoday.org, then type your email in and hit subscribe, and you'll thank me and enjoy it. I promise you it'll be a help to your Christian life. Now, (coughs) excuse me. Wow, that's not very professional. Couldn't help it. Now, (laughs) Colossians chapter number one. I can't wait to go back and listen to these 30 years from now and just uh, kill myself, be embarrassed to death over this. All right, Colossians chapter number one. Let's read verse number one down, or verse number nine, rather, down through verse number 10. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Verse 10, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Verse 11, strengthen with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and longsuffering with joyfulness. Another continuation, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. We'll stop right there. Paul is writing to the Colossians. He's already mentioned he prays for them off him. He's doing the will of God. Epaphras is given as an example. He's also 
in the will of God, serving in Colossae, laboring there according to the will of God. Now, Paul, in verse 9, through the verses that we read, down through verse number 13, verse number 12, he's writing that he desires the Colossians to know the will of God, to have wisdom so as to discern what the will of God is. That ought to be our desire, by the way, to know God and to do His will. Now, we need to have that wisdom. It starts with a hunger. It starts with a desire. It starts with a longing. Most folks are will of God ignorant because they're not even will of God interested. They've not even begun to consider the will of God for their life. Verse number 10 gives us the reason, the need for knowing and being in and doing the will of God. Here it is, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. He's saying if you're going to live a life that glorifies God, you'll have to live a life in God's will. God, keep me in your will ought to be our prayer every single day. If the will of God is Africa, go. If the will of God is Mexico, go. If the will of God is pastoring, go. If the will of God is whatever it might be, a job situation, whatever, then follow the will of God. Why? So that we can be pleasing. I like the song. My wife sings it often. I just want to please the Lord and be in his will in every way. That's what I want to do. Be conformed to the will of God. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Why? So that we might prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. I want to walk pleasing to the Lord, being fruitful. How do I be fruitful? Well, we said the premise of fruit bearing is the gospel. Verse number six tells us that. Verse number five speaks about the gospel. And then it tells us in verse number six, bringing forth fruit. It starts with the gospel. And then it continues with staying in the will of God. I want to bear fruit, more fruit, much fruit for God. How? By staying in his will, that you might walk worthy of the Lord. And to all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work. And here it is, increasing in the knowledge of God, growing in our understanding of God, growing in our knowledge of God, growing in our love for God. Verse 11, strengthened with all might. How is that? By the Holy Spirit, strengthened with all might, growing. Uh, you know, a growing person, it gets stronger, don't they? Uh, a baby's not very physically strong. A toddler's stronger than a baby, but not as strong as an adolescent child. They're not as strong as a teen, though they're stronger than the baby, the toddler. But can I say, you and I as Christians ought to be growing in grace, growing in spiritual strength, all the time, increasing, strengthened, reinforced, established, maturing with all might, according to his glorious power, not strengthened by my power, but by his, unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. By the way, that's a strange combination, patience, long-suffering, with joyfulness. I don't know about you, but sometimes that joyfulness doesn't come too easy when I have to practice patience. And joyfulness sort of becomes scarce when I have to practice long-suffering. But when you grow in grace and you're a mature Christian and you're strengthened and established and maturing in God, you can have that kind of a outlook, that kind of a demeanor. Verse 12, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet. What's that mean? He's made us meet. What does that mean? He's made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Made us meet. He's made us what? What would that what would that word be? That word for meet. He's made us appropriate. He's made us capable. He's made us able. He's positioned us now where we are partakers of the inheritance of the saints in 
light, through the gospel, through salvation, getting born again. Thank God from going from darkness to light and death unto life, becoming a child of God. He has made us partakers, meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Thank God for that. Verse 13, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, what a standing is ours. God did that for us, translated, took us from that dark side to that light side, that death side to that life side, the kingdom of the devil. Now we're part of the family of God. How did it happen? Verse 14 is how it happened, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. How was I translated? How was I? How did I transition? How did I make the move from being lost to being saved, from being hell bound to heaven bound? Here it is, the blood of Jesus Christ. If you find anybody who tries to monkey with that, that's a false prophet. Anybody who tries to add anything other than the blood to pay for man's sins. Can I say I'm saved by grace? Thank God it was the shed blood at Calvary that redeemed me. It wasn't baptism. It wasn't joining a church. It wasn't the confessional booth. It wasn't the pope. It wasn't so-and-so. It wasn't a preacher. It wasn't a building. It wasn't a membership card. No! The blood of Christ and the blood of Christ alone can atone for the sins of man. And here we see it right here, plain in black letters, white paper, bold in the Bible. Now, Paul's desire for the Colossians is that they might know the will of God. He wants them to know the will of God. Why? So that they might know fruitfulness. Not just fruitfulness, but they might be pleasing to the Lord, and that they might have peace and fulfillment in life. There is none of that outside of God's will. You want to? You ought to pray, and I ought to pray every single day, God, I want to be in your will. Please help me to know your will, find your will, stay in your will, do your will, complete your will, so that I might walk worthy, that I might be pleasing, that I might be fruit-bearing, and that I might be strengthened in my walk with you. Thank God for salvation. But the Christian life did not stop at salvation. When you got saved, you just got put on the path. You just got in the army. You just started. The continuation is not salvation, but salvation and then doing the will of God. Well, it's been great to share a few thoughts with you today from Colossians chapter 1. Make sure you tune in next time as we continue. And until then, keep praying for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.